Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. As you know, I usually co-host the show with Dr. Nelly Nadler. We are your leadership development coaches, and, well, to date, we've helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%, and we hope you will be one of them, if not higher than them. Uh, this year, we are focusing on what top performers do in the moment to be a top performer. And what we're trying to get everyone to focus on is being emotionally brilliant. And that's also uh, the title of our new book, which you can get from Amazon. It's called Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stress-Less, Fearless Life. So before we bring uh, our guest on, um, Adam Contos, I want to talk a little bit about what kind of emotions um, are we talking about and, and why do we even want to talk about them? Well, first of all, if you think about where we have been over the past, uh, not even a full year, it feels like it's been a couple of years to some of us, but if you think about where we've been and think about the responses that you've had to situations, think about this. Emotional brilliance is your perfect response. Okay, we know that emotional intelligence is important to all of us, but emotional brilliance is your perfect response to any situation, and it's bringing in your key strengths and capabilities, and you're mastering them. And just to give you an example of what that looks like, because sometimes these conceptual things, just they lose form. So let's give it some identity. If emotional intelligence is the territory or the map, emotional brilliance is zooming in on your home. If emotional intelligence is the target, emotional brilliance is the bullseye. And if emotional intelligence is your closet, emotional brilliance is your go-to clothes that are appropriate for any situation. So EB, and that's what we, we will use the, the term to refer to emotional brilliance for the rest of the show. EB is being laser-focused in the moment when you need to be so that you can be successful. And when you think about that, think about all the leaders that we have talked about, uh, all the leaders that we have shared the microphone with, with over 13 years, and we are so excited today to have yet another one. We're going to be talking to the CEO of Remax, and his story is, to me, it's one that's very powerful, and we call it the peacekeeper to the market leader. Adam is the chief executive officer at Remax, responsible for providing strategic direction, not only on all aspects of um, major Remax corporate decisions, but operations and resources of the company. And following a successful career in law enforcement, you know, one of my favorite subjects, Adam came to Remax in 2003 
He came as an independent contractor uh, presenting a safety training program, interestingly enough, and it's one he created specifically for real estate professionals. He introduced his highly regarded safer safety awareness for every realtor to the REMAX affiliates and other agents across North America. And, well, I guess they liked him. They liked him well enough because in 2004, he joined the REMAX full-time as a senior franchise development consultant for their Mountain States region. He was named region vice president the following year. In 2007, soon after REMAX LLC, acquired the formerly independent REMAX California and Hawaii region. Adam was named its region vice president. In 2010, he moved to the REMAX Florida region, which under his leadership was named region of the year for both 2011 and 2012. Do you see a pattern here? He was promoted to vice president region development in 2013 and shifted his focus to business development in 2014. He was promoted to Senior Vice President uh, of Marketing in 2015, and in January 2016, he was promoted to Chief Operating Officer. Soon after, in 2018, he was named Chief Executive Officer. We are so excited to have Adam with us today, and before we bring him on, I want to talk a little bit about why we do the show and how it will help you. If you look at the track record that I just shared with you uh, of Adam Contos, you cannot help but see an emotionally brilliant individual. As many of you know, uh, I have worked across military, special forces, special ops, and law enforcement, both local, national, federal, uh, for the last 15 years. And it is so hard for some of these great human beings to make the transition from that military or rank-and-file environment to a civilian business-focused environment. So we're going to talk to Adam today about what it takes to walk across that bridge. As many of you know, we're now in our 13th year. Relly could not be with us today. He's teaching a class on his favorite subject, physician burnout. And that brings me to a little bit of a background uh, on Relly, for those of you who who don't know, Relly has several books out. He is a thought leader uh, on emotional intelligence, and his most recent book, Physician Burnout, with Naeem Al-Zawad and Zaina Goshub, focuses on the underserved community of all those people who've been taking care of us over the last year, especially, but of course, throughout our lives, and that's healthcare professionals. So uh, we'll just give a shout out to Relly for right now, and he will join us again next week. One of the things I want to make sure everybody uh, is paying attention to uh, in our current environment is, well, how each of us can do something every day to make life a little easier, not only for ourselves, but those around us. And I often ask why emotions are so challenging especially today for leaders. And a lot of the answers come back with things that we, we know, but we don't think about. For example, we've outsourced our thinking. We have smart cars and homes. You can ask Siri or Alexa or Google. If you look at the work uh, of one of our favorite authors, uh, Kahneman, 
he talks about thinking fast and slow. Well, we don't like to think slow. Intellectually lazy is really our forte. (laughs) We like to take shortcuts. And often our ability to make good decisions is, well, it's undercut by our willingness to go fast. When we think about how emotional brilliance works, think about how you have learned over many, many years of experience, how important your attention and memory and learning are. And it's really, really important for decision-making and judgment. The Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence says that emotions are the most important factors in all of those and in relationship quality as well as physical and mental health. So when we think about just our normal lives, before even COVID flared up and much unrest about Black Lives Matter and protests around the world, emotions are heightened now more than ever. The economy is now a significant source of stress for 70% of Americans. More than one-third of Americans have displayed clinical signs of anxiety, depression, or both since the pandemic. And Oddly enough, it's children between the ages of 5 and 15 that are all of a sudden showing heightened, heightened levels of anxiety never before seen in school children. 54% say they are more emotionally exhausted. 67% of people report higher levels of stress, of course, since the outbreak of, of COVID. But many, many more people are talking about the anxiety that is a consequence of the long-term psychological impact of collective traumas. And if you think of how we have been raised, just think about maybe even 20, 25 years ago, you didn't hear about so many active shooter situations or so much terrorism or so much child abuse. It's unfortunate for all of us But we know that emotions in the workplace are the most critical for those of us who are listening. And the American Institute of Stress found that today's stress is more than ever in the past history of our working together in any kind of workplace. And just to give you a couple of statistics, 26% of workers said they were often or very often burned out or stressed by their work. And really, quite sadly, so many have lost their jobs. Many people have even thought of screaming or shouting because of job stress. It's a high concern for many of us. So being the right leader in the right workplace with the right emotionally brilliant skills is so important. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Adam to the show. And we'll start with our first question, Adam. How are you? I'm great, Kathy. Thanks for having me here today. And I just, I was just sitting here listening to everything you just went through. And, and I'm thinking to myself, this is, this is a fantastic discussion point for the audience because this is something that really drives everything that everybody does. So thank you for sharing your expertise on this. Oh, you're, you're quite welcome. But we are so focused on you and your expertise. I would love to know before we go to break, With so much changing 
going on across not only the real estate ecosystem, but also the greater business landscape over the past few months. What leadership lessons have you been able to apply, not only personally, but also for this this brand, this stellar brand that Remax has as a whole? Well, I, th- I think that when we refine it down to what a leader needs to know to begin with, I think you really nailed it there. And that's uh, this key aspect that we have to control our emotions and we have to be extraordinarily aware of them. And you had mentioned we can't outsource our thinking and so many people have. And then you throw this big can of gas on the fire with everything that's going on recently in society with health and, um, you know, societal change and disruption or whatever you want to call it. But the reality is, if you lose control of your emotions, you're not going to be able to lead. And that is really the the key aspect to what I've been discussing with my leaders. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Adam, and we're going to come right back to that because you have a very interesting live Facebook session that you leave. I'm sure that all of our listeners would love to learn about. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. 
We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are having a very exciting, for me, I hope it is for you, conversation uh, with Adam Contos, who is the CEO of the world brand known as Remax. Um, when we went to commercial, I was asking Adam about, you know, the leadership lessons that he's learned personally. But what I'd like to do, Adam, is just have you talk a little bit about your background, because it's very interesting from a, uh, a standpoint, you were a peacekeeper now you're a market leader, and tell us a little bit about how you learned these leadership lessons and, and why they're so important for where you are now. Sure. Thanks, Kathy. So, I mean, it, every, my leadership development goes actually back even further than my law enforcement career. So the day after I graduated high school, I joined the Marine Corps, and I, I started engaging in a lot of leadership training in the Marines. And, and the military has just an amazing leadership development course. And anybody who's listening who's in the military or in law enforcement recognizes that. But the idea is, how do you put that to work? So when you take a look at how I transitioned that into law enforcement, one of the key tools that I learned was that separation of emotion. And what I had to find was the ability to reflect on my personal emotions and not take the emotion from the last call into the next call. And a lot of people in business today have that trouble because you go from meeting to meeting to meeting or contract to contract, and all you're doing is building up anxiety during that process or you're building up an emotional response. So uh, that was probably one of the largest lessons that I learned and really the foundation for how do you deal with a difficult situation is you deal with that situation from a clear emotional perspective where you go in with the right mindset instead of a mindset that has been impacted by past events or past feelings, particularly in that day. So that, I mean, probably more than anything else, Kathy, that is one of the, uh, the aspects of realization that I learned early on and I was able to capitalize on to build leadership with. Well, I have to say that that is a wonderful place to start because it's something all of us can control, right? We can control how many meetings we have in a day. We can control how we choose to organize uh, our day and our schedule. So I think what you just nailed for our listeners is recognizing what's happening to you when you go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing and you're just accumulating all of that energy. That's a very powerful lesson. I, I'd like to also share with everyone who's listening that uh, Adam uh, will be featured not only in our One Pass, uh, a brand new um, membership program for uh, Emotional Brilliance, our Emotional Brilliance Academy, which is a fully interactive e-learning platform developed by KnowledgeLink and Syntax in Motion, two of the leaders of e-learning. But Adam is also going to be contributing to our new GovX Pass program, which is specifically targeting law enforcement and military. And I am delighted to include you in that group, Adam. Thank you. But talk a little bit about what your company values are and how do you ensure 
that each and every one of your employees who are representing your brand are living up to those values? Great question, Kathy, because our values, you know, as everybody knows, is our North Star. It helps us define why we make the decisions, why we have the actions that we do. So when I took over as CEO, we took a step back and I wanted to redefine our values because I wanted those to be mine. Every leader needs to own the values of their organization, whether or not those are formal or informal. You know, obviously somebody in, um, you know, a military group or something can't change the values of the military, but they can interpret those so that those under their leadership structure can appropriately deploy those. And same thing with business. You might not be able to change a massive corporate values statement, but you can certainly come up with one of your own. So the, the values that we redefined in the organization uh, under my leadership spell out the word more. And we wanted to make it simple so everybody could utilize more and they could reflect on, is this more? Am I doing more? Am I giving more? And simply put, more means deliver to the max, be customer obsessed, do the right thing, and everybody wins. And when you, when you break that down, that really answers what are you trying to accomplish in society that helps the, the customer, helps the community, helps your shareholders and your stakeholders collectively. So it really builds a great direction for an organization and doesn't make you question why you're doing something, but actually reinforces why you should be doing something. Makes a lot of sense, and I like keeping it simple more is something everybody can remember. It's, um, that's very powerful if you think about it, right? Simplicity is so important these days when everything is so complex. Can you give us some insight on what it takes to run a global company of 130,000 agents uh, in over 110 countries and, and territories? I myself, as, as you uh, may have gathered from a prior conversation, um, I was a, a managing partner in a global forum uh, called Accenture, and um, I know how difficult that can be. So I'd love to know a little bit more about how how you've learned how this works in a global environment. It's it's interesting because you can uh, the words that you're using can be overwhelming to a leader, but ultimately what you have to do is you have to look at it and say. I can control one person each day and I can model the behavior that I want to be seen and deploy accountabilities in order to help others realize that that's the right direction for them. So you can't get caught up in other people's actions. You have to get caught up in your own intentions and what the values of your organization are that you repeatedly display. Ultimately, it's, it's kind of fascinating because those that want to align with you do and those that don't will leave. So you know, you really have to depend on that, that process of human nature of people wanting to align with people that they want to be like in order to effectively influence somebody over that large of an organization. Now, we just don't have 134,000 agents around the world. We have 600 employees in our, in our um, internal company. So the agents are subcontractors of ours, and we're in over 110 countries. So you mix across all these cultures. But the interesting part of this, Kathy, is... And, and this is really important for any global organization or even local organization because you just have to realize that people want to be good people and you give them the opportunity by saying the things that they want to align with and making those your actions reflect those things that you're saying. So it's fundamentally 
I call it the voice of leadership. It's being out there, being present, which is is a fearful situation for so many leaders. I mean, everybody's overcome with that fear of other people's opinions and the judgment that other people are going to cast upon them. But ultimately, you have to say, I'm a leader. I'm going to go out and be me. And if they don't like it, they'll find a way to align with somebody else. Well, I have to say that that is one of the the, the most focused um, discussions and explanations that I've heard for what it takes. And often people don't like to hear that not everybody is a good fit. But as you and I both know, and those who are listening, uh, understand from their own experiences, we have all had an opportunity in our lives to take a step in the wrong direction during our career. And it's clear to us when that occurs. And interestingly enough, Adam, we've all developed our own internal values, our own, our own code of ethics. And when we feel something isn't right, we inspect it. And I think one of the things that people don't often understand is the difference between wanting to participate in the values of a company to do more versus being focused on shareholders and revenue growth and what that really means for everybody in the company. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, beyond shareholders and this, this all-encompassing, compelling revenue growth that we all have to hang our hats on just to, you know, stay alive in today's, uh, you know, entrepreneurial environment. What does it really mean to lead when so many people are jumping ship and either, you know, going in another direction or going off, you know, as entrepreneurs, but in a different direction. This is something that is so powerful in today's society because people are trying to figure out how to restart that top-line revenue growth, uh, especially given right. COVID and all the different challenges that everybody's faced. A lot of organizations have uh, seen a hit to top-line, and obviously, as a result, they've seen a hit to bottom-line. And you know, the first thing that a lot of companies do is they go in and cut. They cut expenses to try and, since the reduction's in the top line, let's cut some expenses, let's, uh, you know, maintain that bottom line. And ultimately, that doesn't work if you're not trying to be a good company. So, um, yeah, that's, it's a fascinating perspective and, and one that most business leaders, most CEOs struggle with because you do want to create shareholder value. Ultimately, yes, you are measured on shareholder value, but you're also measured on company growth. So how do you take a step back and look at a holistic approach to this? And we still have this great aspect of business growth called human nature, human nature. And how do we tap into those emotions of those humans in order to figure out what are their challenges and how do we help them overcome those challenges? And that we know will attract them to what we have to offer them in the marketplace. So ultimately, it's not about a sales pitch. It's about emotional connection here. And that will lead you to the discussion of the transaction. And that will lead you to shareholder value. So if you, if you look at it a couple layers deeper, instead of, um, you know, a lot of companies are like, we got to make sales. But that's not, that's not the truth. The truth is you need to find a way to connect with people in order to create shareholder value and value growth in your organization. And that takes somebody who's willing 
to, to wear their feelings on their sleeve and put themselves out there instead of hide behind a value proposition because there's, there's no emotional connection with a value proposition. There just isn't. <laughs> so I mean, I, let's get rid of that. Let's agree to, to get rid of that in 2020 and go with a emotional proposition instead of a value proposition. No, I love it. And it's so powerful because when you think about behavioral economics, it's all about that engagement. Uh, We're going to be right back, so don't go away. We're going to continue with Adam Contos, REMAX CEO. Come right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are having an engaging conversation with the CEO of REMAX. Um, Adam, when we went to break, we were talking about having a connection with a value proposition and not just shareholder value. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like to work with you um, whether you're a customer or a field agent or somebody who's looking for a new career. And, and how do you want people to feel after interacting with you? Great question, Kathy. This is really kind of an important part of that value chain. If you look at your interaction with an organization, you go through you know, what's called a value chain uh, that leads you to that, that longevity of relationship uh, interactions, transactions, things like that. And ultimately what I shoot for is building inspiration. We, uh, we say that we're a, a business that builds businesses. And that's what we do with our franchisees and our agents is we help them build their businesses. And you can't build, in business, you can't build business without enthusiasm and inspiration. Now our agents and franchisees help people buy and sell houses. That, too, is a major emotional transaction. So they have to inspire people to believe in them, their thoughts, and their decision-making processes in order for them to guide that consumer through that. So ultimately, I think what you're shooting for is you're shooting to inspire somebody to understand that you can help them and to take that journey with you on their hero's journey because they're, they're the hero going through this process. We're the guide and that's why we're there is to inspire them to make it through that hero's journey. 
that is so compelling uh, because, you know, having bought and sold houses, you know, over a lifetime, and I've just actually sold two so I can move to uh, a yacht. Not that um, that's any better than a home. I still have a home in Florida. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating to me to think about the emotions we all go through uh, when we are faced with that huge process of making a decision that we're going to live with for some time. So calling the people that are doing the, the searching, the looking for the house, the client, the hero, I love that. And then you call the agents, the guides. How did, can you just talk a little bit more about where that came from? I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, the story that we tell ourselves. And, you know, the, the story actually has a big impact on the chemical creation in your brain and how your body reacts functionally to the, the inputs that you're receiving in, in your environment. So we, we always look for open loops or challenges that we faced, and those, are, those create the fears of unknown that we all deal with. And that gives us this strange feeling of emptiness, and we have to find a solution to that. So when you look at even like um, you know, a movie like Star Wars where Luke Skywalker and you know, the, the group of people that he represents are, are under attack from the dark side and Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi come in and they, they help him understand how to solve the problem because they're the guides and he takes that hero's journey to defeat the dark side. So uh, it's the same thing in every other aspect of life. You just remove dark side, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi from that and you fill in the, the spaces of who all is involved in that story. And ultimately, you, you, can't, you can't really design a better way of, of looking at a consumer going through a sales process or a company going through a transactional process than that because it is deeply emotionally connecting to all the people involved. So that's, that's kind of where that comes from. It's, it's a good way of thinking about uh, business flow. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful metaphor, the hero and the guide. I love it. When you think about um, where you've been uh, over the last couple of years, what accomplishments have you felt the most proud of as a leader in the past 12 months? It's been a hard 12 months for most of us. It has, um, but I, I look at every day as a different accomplishment. I, I look at little bitty challenges that I put in front of me. Um, obviously, being CEO of a public company, we have quarterly accomplishments. We have you know, quarterly uh, calls where we report uh, to Wall Street what the results of our organization are. But um, every day you have to look at what can I do in this little micro moment to create success. And a, a big part of that adds to these greater successes because you don't, you don't go after a big result. I mean, I, I remember when I, I went and got my MBA, I was like, wow, I got my MBA. And then you go, now what? But you have to look at it and go, okay, what's the next little bitty step that I can go in at? Because it's those little bitty wins, those little times and moments in life that you create those victories and those little victories are deposits in the bank account of big victories. And then every now and then you get a look at your bank statement and go, wow, that made a big victory. So um, I shoot for the little things. I like the process. I don't like the result. So if you ask me what's, what's a big one, I'm going to say um, my family's healthy. 
I have three kids in college and, uh, and I'm excited every day to work in the amazing business that I'm in. Powerful words. And so, and you know, just the energy that you use when you speak and the fact that your family is the focus of your pride is so brilliant. Okay. It's, if you think about it, I'm really talking to the listeners now. If you think about the small things every day that we can take pride in and how they contribute to both the organization you work for and the family that you love and cherish. What inspiring words, Adam. That, that, that really is a, a great segue into how do you get this way? Like, other than leadership development news, just giggling here, uh, what do you read or listen to in order to stay on top of industry or, or even leadership trends and continue your own growth and learning? I'll be the first one to say I, I look for things like this, like this program, uh, like the books that you've written. And really, it, it's about finding clean water to put in in that big container. Because if you put dirty water in it, it creates more dirty water. And, you, and that doesn't do you any good. You have to continuously look for the purity of information that you're putting into your brain and your body and that's, that's something I, I focus on all the time. Uh, I don't watch the news. I, you know, you pick which news you want to watch for what message you want to get. And I have no desire to spend time on that. I, in fact, I don't even watch TV for that matter. I'm not participating in any sports uh, this year. I don't, I'm focusing 100% on being the best person, the best leader, and the best human that I can be this year. And uh, that's what my choices are based around. Uh, in fact, they've been based around that the past three years as CEO because I know I have to perform at the highest level for um, all the stakeholders in my life. So, um, you know, you talk about what do you do then? It's making those little bitty deposits because you either are making good ones or you're making bad ones. There's no neutral deposits in your life. You have to decide, is this good for me? Is this bad for me? Because coasting is not an option. All coasting does is allows you to become functionally obsolete in whatever mindset or whatever thought you have. So you have to be pushing for better, not Absolutely. pushing for worse or pushing for waiting. Yeah, I, I could not agree with you more. I do say that I have a couple of Netflix original series that I can't let go of, but everything else you said, I resonate with. <laughs> Talk a little bit about... It's okay, it's okay to go after entertainment, though. I mean, you can entertain yourself, <laughs> but don't go looking for information to change that, your life yeah, out of your hamster, Netflix shows. Right? The hamster in my head doesn't stop until I give it something else to focus on. And whatever it is, I can tell you it's not dark. I like to look at things that are happy and funny. Um, in your uh, Mind, Body, uh, and Business Weekly Facebook Live broadcast, you... Uh, you focus on the intersectionality of those three pillars, mind, body, and business. Can you talk a little bit about what role a healthy mind you started to in your, in your last uh, comment uh, with the, the clean water, but what does a healthy mind and body um, have to do with business from your perspective? 
I, I love this question, and obviously, uh, I have a I have a weekly broadcast that covers it. That's how much I love it. But ultimately, what you have to look at yourself as is the whole package. A lot of people focus on just one aspect of their leadership of their life, and they allow these other parts to chip away at them. Particularly, their home life. A lot of people, when they were going into work, and maybe they're going in now, or or they have a manufacturing offsite uh, where they have to be for business. Um, they may go in there and put on this facade of everything's awesome. I'm going to, I'm a great employee. I'm a great leader. I'm a great whatever. But ultimately if, if they have not holistically gone after creating an amazing human being, that is the, the entire package that they're walking around as they're not going to find their maximum opportunities in life. And they're not going to maximize their ability to help other people. So that's why mind body business exists. You have to, Build this foundation of your mind first. If you don't have a great mindset, you're not going to be able to work on your body. So, and, and really, what is your mind? Your mind is your attitudes. It's your emotions. It's your enthusiasm. It's all the principles that you agree with yourself on to go and work on every day. So it is, it's your values. It's your guiding light for where you're going. And then if you take another step back and you look at the next layer, and that's your health. Your body is your health. It is the machine that you've decided to utilize every day. And we all have different challenges with that, but we also have massive opportunities. And that is, are you in the best shape that you can possibly be in and work on your health every day? You know, you look at COVID, are people working on their immune systems? Your immune system is a function of, do you exercise? Do you eat well? Are your decisions reflective of your mindset as a leader or are you putting garbage in that machine that you're trying to run a race with? So those two things both directly impact your business. And if you take a a theme, any theme, um, you know, the theme might be winning. How do you win in each of those aspects? Or it might be your brand. What is the brand that you display in each of those aspects? But you should reflect on all three of those aspects to truly understand, are you being a really good leader there? Or are you just kind of winging it and covering up the other two aspects that people just don't get to see? So it's, it's a holistic approach to success, health, and well-being. Well, Adam, we are going to go to uh, another quick break. And when we come back, I'd love for you to share how people can, if, if it's possible, how our listeners might be able to get some of your um, Facebook Live broadcasts, and if you could tell us about one or two of the most powerful webcasts that you've done. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and 
and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you're truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are now in our final segment of this program. And as always, Adam, it goes far, far too quickly because you're one of those people I could talk to all day. You're so inspiring. When we went to a break, you were talking about this interplay between a healthy mind and body and business. Um, Tell us a little bit about your start with the win motto. So I've got a couple of different broadcasts that I put out weekly. Um, one of them is my podcast called Start With a Win. And you can actually find the, uh, the downloadable pieces for Mind Body Business as well as Start With a Win at startwithawin.com. And there are blog posts. There are uh, different downloadable items. There are little uh, daily motivational memes and things like that. There's, there's plenty to stir up the senses and, and make you reflect on your uh, your emotional intelligence, and as you talk about so brilliantly, your emotional brilliance. So um, there, there's a lot on there to uh, take a look at. You can also find me on the social media channels at Adam Canto CEO. Uh, I have a, a Facebook page that way, and that's where Mind Body Business is broadcast, as well as on uh, um, we are Remax, which is the Remax corporate uh, Facebook page. So. It's uh, it's out there, and I encourage everybody to take a look at it and feel free to download anything that uh, is helpful to you. So start with com, and so where did that model come from, and how do you start each day? <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions, Kathy. 
So the, uh, this is one of my mantras is you have to get your day started on the right foot. We all open our eyes to the alarm going off or, you know, a dog in our face or something going on that really disturbs this peaceful rest that we're all getting. And, and sometimes you don't want to even pull the covers off because it might be too cold out or something like that. And you're going, Oh, okay. So I have to get myself going some way. And, and that is, I have to have this mindset of I'm going to start with a win. So I'm a deep, deep process person. I love systems, processes, and habits. And that's, I believe, how you create success is just that, that repetition of deposits, the compound effect to, uh, to look at a particular book that, that has to do with that. So, um, you know, the, the reality is I, I get up at 4.30 each morning. And a lot of people are like, you're nuts. But it's all relative. It's relative to what, you know, what time do you go to bed? I go to bed about 9.30. And what do you put in that time that you have during the day? So, 4.30, I get up, my German Shepherd, I have two of them, they poke me in the face with their wet noses and say, hey, Dad, <laughs> I, I take my vitamins and I head to the gym. My wife goes as well, by the way. Uh, she's very, very uh, intense on her workout program. And uh, I go and I get my exercise in. I have my health. I eat healthy. Don't put any garbage in my body. Um, the reality is if there's a commercial about it, don't eat it. So uh, it's a good way of measuring your, you know, your health. Um, you don't see any commercials about asparagus generally. Uh, so, so <laughs> and if you do, it's on a cartoon channel, right? What's that, Kathy? I said, and if you do, it's on a cartoon channel for kids. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, asparagus. totally. So, so yeah, that's why I start. That's how I start with a win. I, I don't. Um, I have my little uh, journal here, and I write things down that I do, and I look at it, and I go, was that productive or not productive? If it was not productive, it's going to get it crossed out, and I'm not going to do it again. So, um, you know, just be intent- intentional. We have to be intentional about what we do. We do. We do. I love every word coming out of you. You are so real and down-to-earth and inspiring and so easy. Um, I'm sure, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not hard at work, but you are such a joy to interact with. Tell me a little bit more about why emotional intelligence is important to you and your business. Well, the reality is you can't get anything done in life if you don't have a understanding of other people's feelings. Because, again, we're in a human environment here. We're not replaced by zeros and ones on a computer screen, and that's not going to happen. People make decisions, and their decisions are based upon emotions, and everybody goes, no, I'm logical, which I think is, is they're, they may come back and re-justify something with logic, but we're all emotional in how we decide things. And, and all you got to do is, um, you know, pick up a newspaper or turn on the TV, and you'll know that for sure. In fact, I mean, movies are, movies are made on emotion. You talked about how much Absolutely. fun you have with your Netflix series. So, um, I mean, ultimately, that's what it boils down to. You have to understand that as the foundation for success, controlling your own and helping other people understand theirs and mirroring what you would like to see in other people. We're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, and they're attracted by emotion, and they build success together because they all have the same emotion moving in the same direction. 
And that's how business endures, especially in times like we have right now. And any last thoughts on how you see the role of, of chief executive changing uh, in maybe the next five to 10 years? Yeah, this is a great question. I think it's one that everybody needs to understand whether or not you are, let's say you're either in business school or you're a, a vice president or an executive in an organization, or maybe you're a CEO. Um, maybe you're an independent business leader yourself. But the reality is you have to have a voice of leadership. And a voice of leadership means you have to put yourself out there and you've got to be vulnerable and you have to be present because presence creates trust. And nobody understands or believes in your leadership if they don't trust you and they don't see you. So you have to put out videos. You have to broadcast yourself. You have to do what you and I are doing right now, Kathy. And, uh, and you just got to put your feelings out there as a leader and other leaders will follow you and we can help each other uh, create a better place to live. So that's my feeling is have a voice of leadership and put yourself out there and people will help you grow. Oh, that, that is the soil of absolute freedom. If people would just put themselves out there and not worry about anything related to being vulnerable, right? But it's so hard because unfortunately our egos get in the way. You have been such a joy. I want to make sure, Adam, that everybody goes to startwithawin.com and stays connected to you. Uh, you are such a powerful voice uh, of not only leadership, but of just sensibility. Uh, we don't get a lot of that these days. There's a lot of jargon out there. Um, and as I said to everybody before, please go and get your seven-day free all-access pass to our one pass. It is for you. It's all free. We'd love your comments. Uh, Adam's uh, radio show today is going to be there. We have exercises and tips and tools from wonderful people from around the world who want all of you to be a better you. So please grab that link. It's on our website at Leadership Development News. If you're listening, you know where to go. Adam, I cannot thank you enough. You are one terrific, emotionally brilliant leader. Anything you'd like to say before we say goodbye? Kathy, has been an absolute pleasure to uh, call you friend and to be on your radio show today. So thank you so much and everybody out there that's listening don't settle for where you've been go out there and be a better leader tomorrow uh, I, I, I love it thank you all and thank you Adam thanks for tuning in to tune up your performance with leadership development news we'll be back next week and I hope you're downloading this show and sending it to everybody you know take good care all goodbye Adam You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.